Good evening, Chicago, and welcome to the season two finale of The Table on Air, your primary source for learning about what's new, what's happening, and what's what in black LGBTQ culture. Of course, I'm your host, Darius Caffey, and I thank you for showing up to this space. We're about to get real real, a little deep, and maybe a little teary, but we're always gonna have some fun, so stick around for the ride. For the main event this week, we're joined by someone who has helped change my life for the better just by constantly showing up for me. But first, let's dive into the latest and greatest in this week's Black Report. Recently, I was blessed with the opportunity to take a trip to the motherland, y'all, the country of our people at the Pearl of Africa, to visit and share space with our communities in the country of Uganda. And let me tell you, it changed my life. Honestly and truly, it was one of the best trips that I've ever taken, both from an experience standpoint and from the connections that I was able to make while being there. However, it was also one of the scariest, let me tell you. For those that don't know, on May 26th of this year, the Ugandan president signed into policy the Anti-Homosexuality Act, making it one of the most dangerous places in the world for LGBTQ people to exist. The law further states that anybody who engages in same-sex relations, no matter who they are, may be sentenced to life in prison or even face the death penalty. It's crazy, right? And I know, y'all are probably wondering why did I, this outspoken gay man, go to one of the worst places in the world for someone like me? Well, let me tell you. When we talk about the incredible power of love and the resilience of queer people in the face of adversity, it's important for us to remember that it's not just about fighting for love, it's about the courageous souls who stand up for their right to love freely. In many places around the world, being LGBTQ is a battle within itself, especially in countries like Uganda, where discrimination and persecution are very real threats. However, organizations like Queer Youth Uganda and Proud Legends Initiative have become beacons of hope for those communities, helping to save lives and remind us that love is worth fighting for. In the face of immense adversity, queer Ugandans are constantly fighting to choose love over fear. They're fighting for their right to love openly, regardless of the dangers that may lurk in the shadows of their homes. And by doing so, their courage becomes an inspiration to us all, creating a constant reminder that love can conquer even the darkest of times. So let's take this moment as a call to action Let's celebrate love in all of its forms and support those who need it the most, because together we can create a world where love knows no boundaries and where every LGBTQ person can live their truth without fear. Love is worth fighting for, and with organizations like these, we can help turn the tide and unlock the doors to a brighter and more inclusive future for all of us. That's a wrap on our Black Report with the QUE, and until next season, keep finding ways to celebrate yourself. Joining us for this week's special main event segment is CEO of Garden Grown LLC, the new creative director for the nonprofit Coffee, Hip Hop, and Mental Health, my partner in crime, and the love of my life, Terrell Stanley. Welcome back to the table. Thank you for having me back, Darius Cappy, <laughs> of the table on air. Hey. It's so good to be here. Thanks for having me, for real. Of course, I'm glad that we get to come back together to really have this more detailed conversation because I know the people were tuned in 
to our very first episode, our debut here on Can TV, where we talked about your work, about being a creative director and a social strategist. But now, we want to get a little bit more into who you are and to the things in your life, which include me. Yeah. So. Huge part of my life. Huge part of your life, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But again, really wanted to create some space here intentionally to really talk about love, not just between us, but really show that representation between black queer couples, people, and how we're existing in this world and in this life and what love continues to mean for us. You know, that's why we're here at the table, why we created this space to continue to let other people know what love looks like for us in the different facets that it continues to show up in. So I'm really grateful for you to be here, for us to explore this a little bit together. I'm a little nervous, I'll say that, but really happy that we get to spend more time together. We spend a lot of time together, but glad we get to spend this time elaborating and letting other folks know, you know how we continue to show up for each other and show up for the rest of our community and show them what that love looks like. I know you're gonna be nervous, but I got you. Um, also, I think it's just great that we get to see intimate love on TV with this specifically. Um, I love that this was, that was the goal of this episode. Um, oftentimes we see um, queer love in community um, amongst, you know, platonic friends and just whatever. But when it comes to intimate love, that's not especially sexualized or um, just put in a different light outside of, you know, what love is. Um, I just love that that is what, this is what we're here for. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to explore that with you, so. So excited. Yeah. So, for the people, this won't be a traditional episode that we typically do where I do, you know, most of the questions and listen for life and all the experiences. We're actually gonna take a little bit of time to allow you to ask me some questions because that's what we're here to do, right? Yeah. To do this together. Yeah. It's a partnership. Yeah. So I have a little back and forth. Okay. I'm gonna kick us off though. Okay, it's so, your show now, come on. That's why we're here. But I got some cards today. <laughs> <laughs> special episodes, special yeah. things. Yeah. So to start, what was it about us after we started dating that helped you decide that I was the person that you wanted to be with? Uh, I think it was just how safe I felt. Um, yeah, I'm a, you can't really see that a lot of times, but I'm a very dramatic person, um, very um, expressive person to the people I, I care about. Mm -hmm. um, I know you kind of see that shift between me in public and me at home. Um, but just how safe I felt at home. And, you know, when I first met you, we were, um, going to the University of Missouri and, you know, just getting acquainted with each other. Yeah. Um, but throughout that process, you never um, judged me or made me feel as though I had to be this strong black man. Mm -hmm. You know, I could just be Terrell, whatever that moment or whatever that is, whatever that looks like in that moment. So I think just not feeling like I had to have a mask on or um, even feeling as comfortable to explore things about myself that I may not know about myself yet. You know, those things that I'm still figuring out and, and being transparent with you no matter what the circumstance is. So I think that's what really stood out to me 
um, when we first started dating, for sure. And I'm glad that you felt that because that was, for me, a goal of mine in, you know, going to the dating life because I didn't want you to feel like I controlled who you were or the persona that you gave out. I wanted you to feel comfortable like you can't be yourself. So that way, I also feel like I could be myself. And I feel like I've been able to continue to do that. And we both have been able to grow into it, into our own, you know, individual persons, but also grow into what that means together. So glad that you have that. I'm glad that you also give that back to me. Yeah. Um, I think specifically through times of, um, especially when I, we first got together, I was um, grieving certain people that I had lost. Um, I had just came out to a lot of my community and my friends mm -hmm. and there was a lot of change and to have kind of um, quiet in the storm um, was life changing for me. So. Um, and you also helped me come out. Um, you are one of the large reasons that I came out to my parents is because I was in love with you. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's nothing really greater than that to me that can kind of um, express that love um, or or show that love other than situations like, like that that are pretty life-changing. And you've been there through a, most of those big adult moments that I've had. So um, you continue to be there and always have been, so. And always will be. Thank you, thank you, no I love problem. you. I love you too. Um, so I'm gonna ask a question. Go ahead, that's why we're here. Okay, <laughs> um, the table on air with. Darius Caffey and, <laughs> and Terrell Stanley, Stanley. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my question is, how does our love help, um, help you show up as a friend and or family member? Mm. Powerful question. For me, I would say that it has taught me how to consistently show up for the people that I do love and care about. And I think that that has become a lot stronger because you've continuously shown up for me and poured that love into me and helped me better understand what love truly looks like for me in my life. And not just how I want to receive it, but also how I want to give it out to other people. You know, you can't be interacting with everybody. You can't be giving your love out to everybody because they just don't know how to take it and receive it. So for me, it was really being able to identify, you know, how does love feel and how does that energy transfer out into the world from me onto other people? And I was able to really be able to understand that when we continue to fall in love and that love became more prominent in my life. and it really helped me better understand how I wanted that to feel for other people because I know how it felt for me when you gave me that love. So yeah, I'm glad that I was able to learn that from us being together and from us continuing to be together. So that way I better know how to love the people that are also around me, whether that's family or friends or peers or the other parts of the world that you know we're trying to show up for. So yeah. Yeah. So how did I Go ahead. follow up? Mm -hmm. How did love look before mm. we met? So how has that definition changed? It was very blotchy, I would say, for lack of better terms. <laughs> um, but again, going back to what I said, not necessarily knowing exactly what that feeling of love felt like for me. I think growing up as a gay man, as a black queer person, you know, in Chicago or just in the world in general, we don't necessarily know 
what love looks like. We don't have many examples or pivots, points in history, you know, that show us and tell us what love is supposed to look like or be like. So when that started to happen, it was a completely new world for me. It was a completely new experience than what I felt and what I was able to see. So <clears throat> I think that it changed dramatically, for real. It was a whole new feeling that redefined what love was for me and the definition that I attached to it and how that continued to transpire throughout the rest of the parts of my life. Thank you. Mm. Um, a lot of times when you're in love, you don't kind of see how it shifts or changes you. So. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask that question just because I know it's changed changed us together individually. Yeah. Um, but you know, oftentimes before we find our soulmate or the person that we fall in love with, um, typically it's our our family or our friends that that we hold in the highest regard when it comes to love. So obviously that's going to change when you're in an intimate relationship. So I'm glad that you were able to expound upon that. Yeah. yeah, and it's gonna keep changing, you know, for the better, and it's gonna keep growing, and we're gonna continue to find more ways to love each other and more experiences where love continues to show up for us. So thanks for being here with me Yeah. in this love. I guess that's the benefit of being young and in love. Yeah. It can evolve and, and change. And it should, Yeah. it's supposed to. So for anybody out there that's in love, just know that it'll change. I'm Gawalta, host of the podcast, Three Questions With, the public affairs program, elevating the voices and visibility of matters most important to the Hispanic Latino community by speaking with community and industry thought leaders on the social determinants of health and democracy. Join us Wednesdays at 7.30 in the evening via Channel 19, streaming on CanTV.org and the CanTV Plus app. Next question. How do you believe being in this relationship with me through our ups and downs has changed how you understand and receive love? You know, things change and, you know, the world does kind of influence how you act and show up. But having you alongside me has showed me what it feels like to be grounded and to be in a state of peace and what it looks like to chase that um, and to chase home. Um, whenever we're going through those ups and downs. Um, but the ups and downs, it all in all, feel, whether they're down or up, just feel a lot better because we, we are in love. So, um, yeah. You're gonna make me start crying up here. That's what we're here for. I'm not. Come on, no. Chicago. Uh, okay, <laughs> Chicago, y'all see me. Get into it. <laughs> yeah, no, very honest, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, again, it's hard to kind of show who you are um, in moments of ups and downs mm -hmm. and to kind of stay on, you know, a path. But when you're doing it along some, alongside somebody, it, it does um, help give context, especially as a young person mm -hmm. who's continuing to lear learn about themselves. Um, you just keep me grounded. Likewise. Yeah. We're here together. Cool. Doing this thing day by day. <sighs> day by day. Building it brick by brick. Love is a choice every day, y'all, for real. But 
it's a good choice. And I'm glad that you continue to choose me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how does our love keep you, um, great transition, how does our love keep you grounded when the LGBT community is under attack? It provides me a safe space. Um, as you said, and as a lot of people know, the LGBTQ community, especially black queer people are under attack a lot. And it's hard to sometimes be in this space and to want to continue to, you know, fighting for our people and finding a voice for our people, not just me, but for giving other voices to the people who traditionally don't have it. It's hard to do sometimes when we see all the negative or even the ways that people, you know, try to make us invisible. Um, it's hard. So for me, this love continues to provide me strength and ground me in a safe place where I know that I'm loved. I know that I'm cared for, not just from you, but from the communities that we're a part of. You know, I think that us being together continues to, you know, share, show support for us between one another, between our families, but also to our friends that we're around, to our peers that we're showing some inspiration to, or even to random people on the street who see us and they're like, oh my God, thank you all for, for doing this, for showing up, for being visible, because it, it makes a difference. And it makes that same difference for me every day that we're choosing each other to know that I'm not just this black gay man, you know, existing or trying to find love out in this world. There's actually somebody out here who sees me for me, who understands who I am. Mm -hmm. and. Yeah, yeah, I'm human. We are, we all are human, but people don't get that same respect, that same you know regard yeah. in terms of their life. So this love for me continues to help me feel human in my feelings and in my thoughts and in the experiences that I go through that the world may or may not see. You know, like you said, being out in public and being at home are two different things, but we're still that same person, mm -hmm. and we still go through all these things. So it continues to ground me in the present mm -hmm. and what I'm able to do, what I've been able to do mm -hmm. and what I'm able to continue to do mm -hmm. throughout love and life. I love what you said about um, the difference between showing up in the world as someone, as a gay black man who is single or as a gay black man who is in love. I think there is some type of validation from society when you're in love, and I don't think that's a reason to, to pursue love, like to get into a relationship, but I do think it is a perk of being in love, especially as a gay black couple, is that we are validated as gay black men by showing our love mm -hmm. outwardly. Um, I think a lot of people are able to understand us a lot better when we're in love and showing love to each other in a way that's, again, not completely and totally sexualized. Right. Um, because that's oftentimes how our love shows up on screen is through touching and through bodies. And that's literally one small facet of the totality of our lives mm -hmm. as gay black men, um, let alone being um, gay black men in a couple. So I love what you said there because it is, there is a noticeable shift um, between 
being a single gay man and then being in love and how others receive you because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being a man. Yeah. You know, we all know what that looks like for men in general to show love, not just in a queer homosexuality perspective, but just in general to their family, to their friends. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you for allowing me to be that black man, to show love to another black man and to also receive that because a lot of us haven't really felt it or know what that looks like. Yeah. So. I love us for real. I love us, okay, (laughs) period, down. (laughs) Last question. After nearly seven years of being with each other, what are you most excited for in our future together? Seven more years. Okay. Um, and then some. And then some. Yeah, that's just the beginning. Fourteen years will still have just been the beginning for mm-hmm. us. But um, I think just continuing to learn and grow together. That's really one of my favorite parts about life right now. Is like life is going to have its ups and downs. You know, I say that all the time. You know, life is going to have its ups and downs, but. I think being able to just do it alongside you is really an honor. Um, You keep me going. Um, You keep me motivated. You keep me excited to see other people when I don't want to see other people. You you keep me excited just for life. So that's really what I'm excited about. I have never been one to like have huge concrete plans, honestly, just because being a black gay man is a very precarious situation. Like you never know what's gonna happen, especially as a kid, you never know what's gonna happen. So I feel like um, being with you has allowed me to learn how to dream again and to believe in myself for real, um, because you believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously you have your times when I need to talk you up too, and I'm always there for you, but Um, that's been extremely helpful for me. Um, So in the next seven years, just continuing to learn and grow together um, to support you as you continue to do. All the things. All the things. All the things. You're gonna be one who unlocks a lot of firsts in a lot of spaces just because that's who you are. So one of my favorite things is clapping and cheering you on and just being there. to watch your greatness. Um, so outside of that, getting married, you know, having time to travel together and we're both building businesses at this point. So continuing to see those endeavors flourish together and um, yeah. Let's do, let's do it. Yeah. I'm down to do it. I'm here. We're showing up for each other. And I thank you for continuing to show up for me in all the ways, not just here today, but in all the ways that other people aren't able to see and how we're able to continue to learn from each other and champion each other in everything that we do. It's really beautiful. And we're not just doing it for us or for other black gay men. We're also doing it for the queer community in general. You know, our sisters that people don't tend to see often and everybody else in between. So thank you again for for being here and for sharing that yeah. with me and the rest of the people we're gonna I, take a quick break okay i'm gonna cut you off <laughs> okay we'll Thanks be right back though yeah. no nope. yeah. we, we're not leaving we got a game yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll be right back, Chicago. <laughs> Stay tuned. And now for Open Space, an opportunity for us to let go, be free, and just live. Stick around for the vibes. So, Mr. Terrell. Hey. We're back with another game. All right, I'm ready to have some fun. I hope so, because yeah. this game is very different than any of the other ones that we've played. This is a special game just for... Special person. Yeah, very special person. <laughs> it's called Do You Know? Okay. And I am going to give you some topics to see if you know me. Oh, okay. All right. I'll also try to guess yours as well to see how well I know you. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Do you know my favorite color? Blue. That's one of them. Green? That's my current one. (laughs) When we first met, it was blue. Okay. And I think over the years it shifted. Yes, it has. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. Do you know my shoe size? Ten. Yeah. Yeah? Question mark? Some days it's a ten and a half. Okay. It's a ten. All right. Yours is an eleven, twelve. Period. Yep. I know. I know. Mm -hmm. Do you know my comfort TV show? Charmed. Hmm. Yeah. I was going to say Boondocks, but Charmed. I know you better than you know yourself. You do. You do. Sometimes, clearly. I love it. <laughs> I feel like you have a lot of comfort TV shows, so. Um, I do. Yeah. Guess one. Naruto. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was close. <laughs> do you know my exact height? Five. Five. Six. You don't think I'm taller than that? No. It's 5'5". Five, five. Okay. <laughs> like. <laughs> you are 6'2". One and a half. Six feet. Six one on a generous day. If I have these on, it's giving 6'3 for sure. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Terrell, for being here with me for again bringing so much of love to this conversation and really helping us explore what that looks like for not just us as a couple but for black queer people in general on so many different levels you know from the beginning stages to where we are now almost seven years in and where we will be there's so much to learn about the black queer love experience and how that continues to show up in this world so i'm really grateful for you being here and for being in my life, really, to don't, don't start, don't start. (laughs) For being in my life and really showing me what love is and how to receive that so that way I can continue to love you in all the ways that you deserve to be loved and to share that love with with everybody else. You're a blessing, for real. Um, I love you tremendously. I love this platform that you have brought out of your head into real life. It's just astonishing to, again, um, grow alongside you for all these years and for the years to come. Thanks for having me back on. Um, this won't be the last time people see us on TV, question mark. You never know. You never know, so. I'm full um, of things. But 
until then, we'll keep being a representation in real life until we can continue being a res continue being a representation on screen. So, yeah. um, I love you, thank you, and season three, here we come. Here we come. Yeah, we're doing the things, y'all. So hopefully, y'all <laughs> tuned in. <laughs> I hope that as we end this year together, though, Chicago, that you have found inspiration in any of the many things that we've shared together. Being here has really been a highlight of my life. So I thank each and every one of you for all that you've done to support. There's so much love and light here in the city of Chicago, but don't let that stop you from sharing yours. Everything that you do makes a difference and every person that you love feels it. So keep being you and keep showing up because you deserve to be here. Make sure to follow us on social media at CanTV Chicago and Closet Unlocked to stay up to date on all the things happening. And you already know, we'll be back next season with more black queer folks being represented at the table. But until then, <laughs> thanks for watching. Peace. <laughs>